Hello, welcome to my Scintillating Thoughts podcast. Pastor Eulalia here, the scintillator, igniting the spark in you. In today's episode of Fighting Your Fears, I want to talk about changing your biology. Not only are we talking about changing our biology today, but we're talking about identifying our fears. So in changing our biology, before we can talk about our fearful thoughts, let's talk about our fearful body. And as we talked about in our last episode, when we're afraid, it affects our body in many different ways. When our body is amped up, it can be very difficult to control our thinking. Thus, one of the most effective ways to deal with fear is to first take control of your body. When you dispel the physical effects of fear, it becomes much easier to dispel the mental effects of fear. So you may be asking, like, how do I change my biology? I want you to consider these strategies. Number one, exercise. Yes, yes, exercise. This is one of the things that some people absolutely love and then some people don't like it so much. But working out is nature's anxiety drug. When we work out, our body releases endorphins, which make us feel good. The tightness that may be in your chest, it goes away. Your mind slows down and you have more clarity. So if you're feeling worried, one of the things that you could do It's exercise. Go for a bike ride. Go for a walk. Hit the gym, but exercise. Another strategy I want you to consider is doing breathing exercises. When you're anxious, you breathe rapidly, which raises your heart rate. It increases muscle tension, causes dizziness, and creates other negative side effects. So to counteract, you want to focus on changing your breathing patterns. Inhale slowly through your nose. Hold the breath for several seconds. Then slowly exhale. Repeat this pattern until you feel your anxiety beginning to dissipate. Number three, relax your muscles. There's a such thing as PMR, which is progressive muscle relaxation. And this is a technique for releasing muscles that have been tense due to anxiety. So you want to start by flexing your toes for 10 seconds and then slowly releasing them for 10 seconds. Then do the same thing with your calves, thighs, and so on up your body. Our next strategy is one that I struggle with, which is eat and sleep right. That's number four. You got to eat and sleep right. Your diet and the amount of sleep you get has a huge impact on the way that you feel. So as much as possible, you want to try to eat healthy, nutritious foods and avoid processed ones. Fruits, vegetables, and meat that you obtain fresh or frozen are the best because we all know processed foods. They have a list of many chemicals in their ingredients which can wreak havoc on our health and our mood. Got to stay away from mood-altering substances like alcohol and caffeine. Now, you know we believe in having a drink every now and then or having that cup of coffee, 
But anything in excess is just too much. You got to shoot for somewhere between seven to eight hours of sleep every night. Now, for some, they may be saying this is not possible. And if seven or eight hours of sleep is just not possible for you, get as much rest as you can get, even taking naps throughout the day. We want to consistently practice these strategies because this is how we change our biology and this will put us in a better position to tackle our fears, anxiety, and worries. Now, next, I want to talk about identifying your fears. Before you can overcome fear, you have to be able to identify it. In other words, you must be able to specifically name the thing that you're afraid of. If you're not clear regarding the source of your anxiety, you're going to struggle to resolve it. So I want to share with you some ways to identify your fears by asking yourself a series of questions like, what am I afraid of? Why am I afraid of it? What do I try not to think about? When do I feel afraid? What emotions do I feel? What negative outcomes am I envisioning? What pictures do I have in my head about this situation? This may need a bit of work. You may need to do a little bit of work to get to the bottom of your fears, but it's common to have smaller fears stacked on top of a much larger one. For example, say, say you're afraid of losing your job. Is that the ultimate fear? Probably not. More likely, you're afraid of not having enough money to pay the bills or losing the respect of your peers when being forced to restart your career. When identifying your fears, keep pushing until you get to the root cause. Work to determine the root fear that is causing all of your other anxieties. Keep asking yourself, so what? For example, so what if I lose my job? I won't make any money. So what if I don't make any money? I can't pay the bills. So what if I can't pay the bills? I can't provide for my family. Dig until you determine what you're ultimately afraid of. Next, become aware of all the different ways your fear is affecting your life. Is it causing you constant emotional distress? Is it keeping you from doing things you want to do? Is it hampering your relationships? Is it hurting your work performance? Is it stealing your happiness? Or is it preventing you from enjoying the present? The goal of this exercise is to bring you face to face with the consequences of your fear. When you see how worry and anxiety damage your life and hold you back, you become much more motivated to take action. It may help you to write out your thoughts as you work through the processes. Writing things down helps you think clearly and forces you to give voice to your anxious thoughts and feelings. You can't avoid your fear. The more you try to avoid it, the more it's going to grow. The only way forward is to look it in the eye. 
So I heard it said this way. Every time your fear is invited up, every time you recognize it and smile at it, your fear will lose some of its strength. Confront your fears face to face. Confront them and put a name to them. Then you will begin to dismantle them. Again, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Fighting Your Fears. Join us in episode three as we move and we talk about practicing worst case and best case thinking.